Happy birthday momentum. Can you believe it? Oh my gosh, 10 years, 10 years. And I, I tell you, I'm just blown away at the goodness and the faithfulness of God. I've been reflecting. You know, honestly, when you think about 10 years, like, like that's a decade, right? And you think about so much that has happened. I mean, our kids have totally changed. I mean, Gavin was two years old when we moved here. Now he's 10. Jaden and Riley, it's just crazy how much has happened. But when I think about what God has done specifically, not just in my life and in our family's life, but I think about what God has done in Momentum Church. It overwhelms me. It, it, it really does. It blows me away because God's goodness and God's faithfulness has been there every year, but it's been there every day. It's been there every second. And you know, you can always tell when God is at work because there's stories. And today, I just wanna share one verse. There's so many, so many verses in here, right, that we could go from, but today, I really just wanna share one verse as the text, and I, I may quote some other verses, but there's one verse that really exceeds all the other verses when I think about what God has accomplished at Momentum Church. So let's go there real quick. Let's go to Psalm 34. I just wanna jump right in and verses are gonna be on the screen. And well, you're getting ready to read these verses with me. I just wanna welcome every campus, every location. And I'm, I'm so thankful for you. I wanna shout out to Navarre. Navarre, we're so glad that you came today. You guys are such a great campus. And I'm telling you, you guys are crushing it. God's doing big things through you. And, and he's just getting started. Is we're, not, we're not even close to our ceiling yet. Gulf Breeze, I'm so proud of you guys. I was studying the numbers this week and I was looking at your campus specifically. And you know what? I mean, we relaunched Navarre and Gulf Breeze didn't take a hit. And I'm proud of you. That speaks of great leadership. It speaks of great focus and great intentionality. I'm so proud of you. And then Pensacola, I got to be with you last week. And to see you guys, your first Sunday downtown Pensacola was so great to worship with you guys. And I'm just super excited. What an awesome venue God has entrusted us with. I love that. God behind bars, listen to this. God behind bars, the prison told us that they're like, you know what? We're gonna have to cap you guys at 50. And this last week we had 96. Now, for those of you that don't know, that is huge. Since coming back, this was the last campus to come back from COVID. That's a lot of C's, campus come back from COVID. But you guys are doing so good. And again, that speaks to leadership. And then online, thank you guys for watching every week. I know we got a friend in Bangladesh that watches. We got missionaries all over the world that watch. And we have military heroes that have been here and then God moves them somewhere else and you guys continue to watch, continue to stay part of the Momentum Church family. And I love every email that I get. I love every time you send me a message on Facebook and say, I'm in the military, but I'm watching and thank God for what you're doing. I wanna say thank God for what you're doing. So just celebrate all you guys. All right, let's look at this. Psalm 34, let's read verse eight, one verse. Taste, I like to taste. Do you like to taste? 
I'm telling you, man, I, I like good stuff, right? I mean, isn't it interesting how when we think about what we're getting ready to eat or what we could eat, just the thought of taste can make your mouth water. Listen to this, taste and see that the Lord is, would you say the word with me? Good. Taste and see. I love to taste and I love to see. I love the fact that, that I can see, that I have vision. It'd be hard to pick one over the other. For some of you, you know what I'm talking about. During COVID, you lost your taste and food was not fun anymore. I had friends that lost their taste and they're like, it was crazy. I couldn't taste anything. In fact, I've got friends that two years later, their taste still hasn't come back. Say, what are you saying, Tim? What I'm saying is to be able to taste and to be able to see is a gift. It's a God-given gift. And God invites you and God invites me to do two things, to be able to taste and to be able to see the goodness of God. Oh, taste and see. That's how I memorized it as a kid. Oh, taste and see that the Lord, He is, say that word with me one more time, good. And I wanna focus on that word for today. You know, it's interesting when God made everything, He looked at it and He pronounced that everything was good. When God says something is good, make no doubt about it, it is good. I mean, it's like when you eat your favorite cake, your favorite pie, your favorite dessert, your favorite ice cream, it is that level good. God looked at everything and he said, it is good. There's only one thing that was not good. And that was the fact that man was alone. You see, we were created for relationship. And when I think about the goodness of God, I think about relationships. I think about everything that God has done in our church. And the truth is, it wouldn't have happened without you and it wouldn't have happened without God's goodness. Oh, taste and see, taste and see that the Lord is good. You know, God wants you and God wants me to know that he is good. And the devil, just the opposite. The devil, he doesn't have any new tricks, but he's got really good ones. And the devil will come after you and the devil will do everything he can to make you doubt God's goodness. And so today, I, I just wanna remember, I, I wanna lead us, um, if we can take a little trip, just to go back to some of the things that have happened at our church, where we can taste, where we can see and remember the goodness of God. If you're like me, sometimes I don't expect the goodness of God. My life shifted when I decided to expect it. I want you to say those two words with me, expect it. Ready, here we go. Expect it. You and I ought to expect the goodness of God. And you know what I believe? I believe when you and I align with God, when our faith begins to align with God's faithfulness, 
Or we could say it like this. When our faith intersects with the faithfulness of God, you know what happens? You and I experience more of God's goodness. I believe it with all my heart. I think there's power in having a spirit of expectation. So I want to give you three keys to experiencing the goodness of God on a whole nother level. Number one, expect it. Expect it. Say it with me. Ready? Expect it. That's right. You and I ought to expect the goodness of God. When Momentum Church started, we expected the goodness of God. That very first vision cast, I remember saying thousands of people are going to come to Christ. Thousands of people are going to come through our doors and marriages are going to be healed. People are going to be healed. Relationships are going to be healed. We declared it before it ever happened. Now that's faith. And that is having a spirit of expectancy. So you and I ought to expect the goodness of God. I could say it this way. You and I can expect the goodness of God, right? Psalm 23, verse six. Surely or definitely, the psalmist said, Surely, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. How could the psalmist say that? You know how? Because the psalmist expected it. The psalmist expected the goodness of God. And here's the cool thing. You can too, and I can too. And sometimes life throws us a curveball. Maybe someone gets sick. Maybe you lose your job. Maybe all of a sudden there's, there's relationship or should we say relation slip issues. And if you and I aren't careful, we'll let our circumstances drag us away from the place that God wants us to be. And that's focusing on the goodness of God. So expect it, number one. Number two, we can not only expect it, but God wants us to recognize it when it happens. He wants us to be able in the moment to taste right? Like the cool thing about taste is that when you eat, the moment it hits your tongue, you can taste it. And what God is saying here is God wants you and I to be able to taste and see. He wants us to be able to experience it in the moment. In other words, do you recognize God's goodness when it's happening? Right when it happens, when you get that promotion, when all of a sudden, right, all of a sudden a company sends you a check and says you overpaid, like not only is like, instead of looking at that and being like, that's right, you know, you've been taking my money the whole time or I can't, you know, what if we look at something like that and just realize that's the goodness of God? What if when you look in your children's eyes or you watch them sleep, you're going to tuck them in and they're already asleep. What if when you see them and you feel that love that you have in your heart for them, what if you and I just right then realized it? We recognized it. That's the goodness of God. In the book of James, it says every good gift is from God. Do you know that? Every good gift in your life is from God. So your boss may have given you a raise. You may have worked hard to get that raise, but that good gift actually started in the heart of God, everything in your life. Maybe you got a spouse today that you're thankful for. Maybe you have parents that you're like, you know what? I do not deserve my parents, 
They are so amazing. Maybe your kids, they just make you so proud. You know what that is? It's the goodness of God. So expect it, recognize it. And then, you know, the book of Psalms is filled with the truth that you and I ought to give thanks for it. We should expect it, recognize it, but then we ought to thank God for it. In the New Testament, Jesus heals some guys and they walk away, 10 of them, they got healed of leprosy and only one returned to say thank you. I just be honest with you. I wish I could say I always give thanks for all of my blessings, but I don't always do it. Sometimes it's not until afterwards. It's a week later. Maybe it's a month later. There've been times where it's been months or even years later when I look back on something and I say, wait a second, that in my life was the goodness of God. I wanna share a couple stories. I wanna share six stories with you real quick. Um, six stories, and, and these are just incredible. When we think about momentum and all that God has done, momentum is a story of the miracles of God. I could say it this way. Momentum has been a movement of miracles from God. For us, one of those was this. When we first got started, we first got started, we left Tampa, Florida. We didn't have lighting and sound. We started out at Shoreline Park. And uh, right before we moved here from Tampa, one of our college students gave us some speakers. And he said, listen, I know you're starting out. You don't have to pay for these, take them. If you ever wanna give me money later for them, that's fine, but you don't have to. But hey, these were actually used in like a, in like a club and they've just been sitting in my garage. I wanna donate them to the church. They weren't brand new speakers, but they were speakers. We needed them and we used them. So when we started at Shoreline Park, we used those speakers. When we went out to Pensacola Beach, we used those in the rain, in the salt water. Man, our equipment, our drums, our guitars, the weather was really affecting our equipment. God opened the door for the middle school. And when he opened the door for the middle school, Matt said, Tim, what are we gonna do? We're getting into the middle school and what are we gonna do? We don't have sound, we don't have lighting. What are we gonna do? And I told Matt, I said, Matt, I said, you know what? You have a guitar and you can sing and you can play. I got a Bible and I can preach. And if that's all we have, Matt, that's all we need. Come to find out the very week that we transitioned from the beach to Gulf Breeze Middle School, we got a call from a friend, a friend now, his name's Ling. Ling had equipment that a Christian uh, group, a Christian band used to use. And Ling said, hey, I got all this sound, I got all this lighting equipment and you guys can use it. I'll let you rent it from me and, and you don't have to pay interest and I'll give you a year to pay for it. I have the sheet, the sheet is 10 years old right here. I've had this filed. Momentum sound and lighting system payments. Our weekly payment was $1,435 a week, not a month. And for us, when we started out, that was like crazy money. That was money we didn't have. 
We were going to meet a friend at Tuscan Oven. If you haven't been there, you need to go. It's in Pensacola, brick pizza, brick oven pizza, amazing. We were meeting our friend Robert at the restaurant. I went to the restroom, Matt came in, and Matt was like, man, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? I don't know we can do this. And I said, you know what? God didn't open this door for us to not walk through it. We're gonna tell our friend about the opportunity God gave us, and we're gonna stay in faith God's gonna make a way. We come back to the table. As we came back to the table, I pulled out the sheet of paper and I said, Robert, I said, um, our friend Lane that we just met reached out. The equipment is gonna cost us $71,750 and we don't have it, but Lane's gonna let us make weekly payments. Those payments are $1,435 a week. Man, what do you think, Robert? What do you think? I, I think God has opened this door. What do you think? And Robert reached in to his pocket and he pulled out a check he had already written. And in the middle of that restaurant, Robert said, here's $10,000. Well, he, he said it like this. He said, here, here's, here's a check. Put this towards it and there's more where this came from. And he said it super, super loud. Like he was super excited that God had already worked in his heart to begin meeting the need. Now, what was that? The goodness of God. Do you know that we paid that off months early? Months early. That was the goodness of God. Our first week, we had lighting and we had sound. That was the goodness of God. I think about Brian Case. Brian Case who had heart issues and the surgeries that he had. And I think about the fact that when we got the call, the word got out and immediately there's 60 people up there in a waiting room and that waiting room became a prayer room. Months later, we would find out that two floors below us, they could hear our church as we held hands and we prayed in faith. We were in a private room, another waiting room, but a very small room. I've never as a pastor been in a room like this. The surgeon ran in from surgery left the actual surgery, ran in and said, I don't ever do this, but I know you are praying people. Pray now, it's going the wrong way. And we prayed and you know what? God spared Brian's life. And today, Brian Case is on staff at Momentum Church. He's our care pastor and our campus leader for God Behind Bars. That's what God did. I think about Brian's story. I think about Kim Spring, who recently, from our Gulf Breeze campus recently, she had COVID so bad that the outcome was not good. But you know what? God heard our prayer. God heard our fasting. And you know what? Kim is now at home. In fact, Kim's doing better than doctors even could think or imagine. I think of her story. I think of Cosmo from Navarre. I think about Cosmo's story, his wife Susie, who brought him and, and, and Cosmo, didn't want to come to church. That was the last place Cosmo wanted to be. But Susie was faithful to believe and faithful to pray and faithful to keep inviting him. And our team continued to pray. Our team continued to believe. And one day Cosmo raised his hand up high and he crossed the line of faith. He said yes to Jesus. He said, yes, I believe. And do you know that now Cosmo is not only serving in the church, but he's serving at assistant campus leader level. Isn't that amazing? I love that. 
When I think about stories, I think about Cole Jolly and I think about Robbie Kimball. Two stories, Robbie's story was as soon as we started, he had fallen, he had hit his head. It was like a vehicle hitting his head at like 60 miles an hour. He had major brain bleeding, major swelling. But Pam and Robert continued to stay in faith and to believe that the goodness of God would be the final say. You know what God did? God healed Robbie and God did it quicker than we could ever imagine. From a, from a brain injury to, I had lunch with him two weeks ago and Robbie is doing great. I think about my buddy Cole Jolly, he's one of our students. As a sophomore, as I speak right now, as a sophomore at West Florida, Cole, during church, had hit his head and it was not good. I was in the hospital, Sacred Heart, with his mom and dad, Steph and I were there. Jimmy, I remember you still, you were in the car for like eight hours with our kids, watching them in the car while we were in there praying and believing and ministering. I was there when they said, hey, we have a helicopter ready. We're gonna fly him to the airport and we're gonna put him on a flight to Shan's hospital. And the outcome did not look good. And Doug, I remember when you said, hey, we'll see you tomorrow night. We will be back for Christmas Eve. And you know what happened? When he got to Shan's hospital, there was nothing. God healed Cole. And they drove from Gainesville, Florida, all the way and during our Christmas Eve gathering, Doug and Karen and Cole walked in and we watched and we wept. And I believe if I'm not mistaken, Doug, I even called you on stage and we celebrated a Christmas miracle. That, my friends, is the goodness of God. And God invites you and me to continue to expect it, to continue to recognize it, and to continue to give Him thanks. And as a Christian, watch, as a Christian, here's our natural response to the goodness of God. It's one word, worship. So today, we have extra songs. And at the end today, we're gonna sing more because the natural, the natural response of the goodness of God is worship. With heads bowed and eyes closed, if you're a believer and your heart is, you'd say, you'd say, Pastor Tim, man, my heart is that I expect the goodness of God. I recognize the goodness of God and I want to do a better job at giving God thanks for the goodness of God. Would you raise your hand up? Every campus, would you hold it up? Hold it up. Man, that's my heart too. I love you guys so good. God bless you. You can put those hands down. Listen, our heart here at Momentum is to help people who don't know the love of God. We wanna lead people to know the love of God. And if you're here today, maybe you've come many times, maybe today it's your first, first time to come to Momentum and someone brought you, someone invited you and they said something like, come sit with me and you're here. And the truth is you're feeling like, man, I, 
like I believe, then I wanna encourage you today to, to pray to Jesus. Scripture tells us that we're a sinner because of our sin, there's a payment. And by the way, we're on equal playing field, we're all sinners. And there's a payment and the payment of our sin is death. But you know what? The goodness of God allowed Jesus to come and take your place and take my place. So I wanna invite you right now to pray with me. Would you, you're not praying to me, you're praying to God. And if you will simply put your faith and trust in the fact that God loved you, he bled and died for you, and he rose again for you. That's the ticket to heaven, my friend. And if you'll put your trust in Christ alone today, you become a son, a daughter of God. Let's pray together. Would you pray with me? Repeat after me. Would you say, God, today I feel your love and I accept it. Thank you for loving me, bleeding and dying for me. I believe you rose again for me. And today, I declare Jesus is my Lord, my Savior. I give you my life. I receive your life. Now teach me how to live. Incredible. Look up, look, look, look. Look, if you just prayed that at every campus on the count of three, I want you to lift that hand up. Have courage, lift it up high. We're going to have hosts that are going to give you a blue bag with resources in there that will help you. Hold it up high on the count of three. Here we go. We're going to clap. We're going to celebrate. Here we go. Ready? One, two, three. Let's go. Come on. Let's go, Pensacola. Hold it up. Let's go, Gulf Breeze. Hold it up high. Come on. That's right. 